Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Riley, what are you doing? He doesn't want to skook. He doesn't know what he's doing. Our cat's being weird. That's how we're going to start the show this week. <laughs> talk about weird cats. I thought you were going to sing, but I guess... It's... Nope, going to talk about weird cats. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, he's a weird boy. Yes, he is. But, uh, yeah, uh, I guess... You know, there wasn't really a lot going on this week outside of the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um don't really have much to talk about in the front of the show. Do we? I can't remember if we did any. We, oh, actually, no, that's right. I went to a, a video game convention. That's right. You oh, did. no, sorry. Con, swap. A, a swap meet. Swap. Conventions are much bigger. Yeah, this, yeah. I was going to say convention is uh, overselling it. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it was just a bunch of grimy dudes on a patio having a bunch of video games. Uh-huh. Sitting in boxes and you barter, and, which is actually kind of fun. Uh-huh. I actually kind of enjoy that being like, hey, so you got these two, one's five and one's seven. How about you pay, how about I pay 10? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. games. Games. So, uh, yeah, and I, I picked up some stuff. I got a Master System uh, copy of uh, uh, Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap, mm-hmm. which actually works now. Remember how I was complaining oh, that yeah. it didn't work? I, I cleaned it. Oh, good. And it works. So I was happy about that. Because sometimes, like, I'll buy some of these things. I have, like, a, like maybe four or five games that, like, I've bought over the past, like, year. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, uh, they don't work. And I've cleaned them or whatever. But I really want to figure out. And I'm, I'm talking about, like, NES games. Yeah. Specifically. Uh, I feel like I never have problems with, like, Master System or game boy or game gear no i have i have a i've had a problem actually no correct that i've had i have a few game gear games that are wonky i have a uh copy of wwf betrayal which is the uh, the beat-em-up that uh-huh. wwe put out or sorry yeah that was, that was still wwf at the time where uh you're either steve austin the rock undertaker or triple h and you just go around beating up referees well fun yeah it's on game boy color and i guess i gotta see if i can get it to work i don't know i got i got robbed I got gypped on it from the last convention I went to, but uh, I picked up some stuff, you know, Rygar, Jackal, and I also picked up, because I'm a, I'm a moron, but I also like having cheats when I play sometimes, because uh, I, I picked up Marvel's The Uncanny X-Men for the NES, mm-hmm. and that is a notoriously bad game. Because, Why'd you buy it? Because it's the X-Men, and I just want to have... It's a bad game. It's, I mean... I'll find fun with it because because the way <laughs> okay because the way that it does is like on the I have the Retron Five mm-hmm. and the Retron Five has like a thing where you can basically install cheats into your thing so mm-hmm. sometimes you have like the option of just playing you know without getting killed you're just like hey everybody thinks this game sucks I'll buy it who are you me yes <laughs> well that's the thing I, I like to buy garbage but the thing is is like I have this kind of much like this show, when it comes to comics, change my Twitter bio to "I like to buy garbage," because <laughs> right now it's a pair of boobs attached to a girl. I don't know if you noticed. That. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> it's very clever. Well, no, I actually got it from this Twitter account called "Men Writing Women." Oh, that's right. Where it's just like pictures of books where men have attempted to write about women, and it was one of them. I think one of them was a pair of boobs attached to a girl. Mm-hmm, and I was like, well, that's going to make my Twitter bio. Yep. Now. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, I just have this thing where there were like when I was a kid, 
there was like a bunch of games that we would I would read about in like the Nintendo Power or whatever. And, you know, we didn't have a lot of money as, you know, growing up. So we only got games because games back then were expensive. Uh huh. I mean, you're dropping like 30, 40 bucks for an NES game back in 90, you know, 1990, 91 or whatever. So, you know, it better be good. You know, it better be worth your time. And, you know. Never was. It was. I know. Just <laughs> I mean, well, it's the thing. I grew, it's the thing. I have, like, the game Rambo for the NES is uh, notoriously bad and confusing and not a fun Rambo experience. Not the experience, fun Rambo experience that the people on the Sega Master System and the Master and the Sega Genesis got. But. I, uh, but I grew to like it. Mm-hmm. That was actually one of the first games we got when we got an NES. We got the NES with the, the Mario and the Duck Hunt. And then my parents also bought, we got uh, Simon's Quest, uh, Castlevania 2, mm-hmm. and Rambo, because my dad, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yes. Larry Merrick. I'm assuming Larry Merrick was like, Rambo. He, you know, not knowing anything about this he game, just saw Rambo. he just went, oh, Rambo, that should be a good one. Yeah. And then it's not. <laughs> but you know hey, he, he tried. He's not the one playing it. He's also not the only person who got duped by that. I'm oh. certain so many people were like Rambo, great idea, and then they dropped like forty bucks on a game that sucked. Yeah, that's that's kind of the bummer part of it. Eventually, you know, I got better game, you know, better games down the line. But it was always one of those things where I always wanted to play certain games and I never got a chance to because you know, renting games. Uh-huh. You know, we would do that as often as we could, but sure. it wasn't like it was one of those things where my parents wouldn't let us rent a game in spite of us for some reason. What does that mean? Well, I'm trying to put it this way. I think it was like, you, it's easy to rent a game. Or maybe it's not, because I mean, you, you got to well, pay it was, for it. It was easy to rent a game. No, but you got to pay for it. You know, you're paying for rentals. Uh-huh. So we go to uh, like Video Factory, which was a, a local chain. And they would have, you know, NES games there. And uh, man, we were just rocking the supermarket. We did supermarket but as too. As you can see, we don't really have local chains. You didn't have any local video chains? No. You didn't have uh, I mean, or just about pop stores? You've been here, right? Yeah. Where like literally everything is a big box store. Hmm. Even your brother commented on it when he was here. Yes, the sub- the suburbs of uh, of uh, the greater Colorado area. Are just filled with big box stores. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's how it was when I was. A I'm kid. surprised you, but you guys still have some small no. stores around here. No, I mean we had Hollywood Video. That's a chain. We had Blockbuster. Yeah, that's I guess chain. so. No, we had video. So we were going to the grocery store uh-huh. to rent uh, whatever video game we were renting or movie. Mm, gotcha. So we never had like a shit. I mean, I'm sure Denver did. Yeah. But we live not in Denver. Yeah, I used to rock some games that's from the from the uh, the supermarket, the the tops. So I was like Jubilee. It was not tops. It was super duper before that. And that was, it was Jubilee. And then, uh, we would go to video factory, but also before that we went to a place and I forgot what it was called, but it was a guy named Bob and he had a video store and it was basically, it was, I think it was in the same shop that I went, I used to, I went to, there was a, the comic book store flight into fantasy, which was pretty much my first like comic book store uh-huh. that I would go to back in the nineties. And I think it was the same spot where there was a video game store or uh, yeah, a video store, and we would go there and rent movies there. And my dad kind of was like, you know, my dad kind of, you know, we, we were there so regularly, so my dad got to know the the dude mm-hmm. there, or just you know, on a friendly basis. One time we saw him at a Costco. It was very exciting. We was like, hey, it's the video game, it's the video store guy, and he was there <laughs> with his mother. 
Sean remembers things. Oh man, this is our favorite podcast. Sean remembers things. Well, we don't have a lot to talk about, so it's like I don't. As far as the beginning goes, you know, no, the, we the, don't. You went to a video game convention. Fast and the Furious Nine fucking trailer came out. We watched the Rumble. Uh, that's about it. Well, the Fur- I watched the Fast and Furious oh, micro tra- teaser, which fuck that, whatever. I don't. What the hell? I don't care. But I watched the teaser trailer, uh, and based it's. I forgot that he had a kid. He didn't have a kid. Yes, he did. At the end of the last one, right? Yes, he did. They had the baby, and they were looking. They were like, "Was that his baby? I thought it was just a baby." He had this one. Just (laughs) random baby. (laughs) No, no, no. This was because at the end of the last movie, because during that last movie, they all run together. What's her face? Uh, Charlize Theron captured this woman that. Dominic Toretto had a, a baby, ended up having a baby with. Like, he had a fling with this woman. Oh, and it was just this random, like, blonde woman, right? And she died. And she gets killed, but then he saves the baby. They had to jump off a plane with a baby. Yes. Do we, wait, was, is this the one? Honestly, it doesn't matter. They all run together. They are all one movie now. Is this the same movie? Doesn't matter. Am I? Yes. No, 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 no. No, yes. wait. But is this the same movie where Jason Statham's fighting on the plane and he has the baby? It has to be. It's a baby. It's, be. it's a baby plane I'm movie. Ta- ba- <laughs> okay. <laughs> and right, and the baby gives a thumbs up because he puts the headphones on the baby so the baby doesn't hear the guns because he's shooting everybody and he's just kind of like, what? yeah. So is that to say, that's got to be a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, I assume Okay, so. but so but Dominic finds out he has a baby. A woman, uh, he had a fling with a woman and a baby and the Charlize Theron captured this woman and then the baby is so the woman gets killed, but he saves the baby. And then at the end of the movie, they're all on the roof having coronas. Oh, yes. And then what's his face? Uh, Kurt Russell's there and they're all the all the, the crews there Whatever. and they're looking out and they're like, what are you going to name the baby? So I'm going to name it Brian, you know, because um, the baby's name is you know, because after Paul Walker. Can we talk about how like in this new movie is just like more wrestlers per movie than like well it's just John Cena now and The Rock isn't The Rock still in it or is or is it because of the feud it's the blood feud between Vin Diesel and The Rock <laughs> blood feud blood feud I can't imagine anybody not liking The Rock Fast and the Furious 9 blood feud isn't it called like it, it's something with super corporate sounding it's like the fate the fate yeah the fate of the fine f- fat f- whatever fate of the fast or something the fate. Oh, it's something dumb. Yeah. I sent you the stupid poster today because I saw. Well, because John Cena's on it. John Cena. Because John Cena and his uh, his uh, movie star hair. Yeah, well, he's now he's got boy hair. <laughs> but oh, the Fast Saga. Yeah, now they're going. Now it's a saga. That, that I don't like that tag. No. F nine, the Fast Saga. So it's just the like f- if I call up tech support and ask them how to get out of this screen, they're going to tell me to hit F F nine. I hope somebody hits F9 in this movie. Like, Ludacris is like, I gotta press F9 to save the world. <laughs> oh, you know Ludacris has to press something to oh, save no, the world. Co- they gotta give him something to do. Oh, no, this computer doesn't have an F9 button. I guess we're gonna have to race to Samoa and get The Rock to build us an F9 button. <laughs> no, we can't button. talk to The Rock. Uh, but, he, but The Rock won't be in the movie. We'll talk to Roman Reigns instead. Oh, shit, what if he did? Because then, I was gonna say, does this movie... <laughs> It does this franchise. Roman Reigns, can you build us an F9 button for a compact presario? So, does this franchise have more wrestlers in it than any other non-WWE franchise? 
Are you talking about WWE movies? Yes. WWE no. movies have way more. You no, no, to- I'm saying we're not counting those. We're talking oh. about non-WWE productions. <sighs> I have to think about that, actually. We're looking at three now. Mm. Usually there's just like one. I mean, the Marvel universe might have something. I mean, obviously you got Batista. Oh, you got Batista, but like big names. We're talking like... No, got- any wrestler counts. There's stunt dudes. Those guys don't count. Those are done. They're not all stunt dudes. No, but those guys don't count. I'm talking. No, like, they count. You've got Roman Reigns, you've got The Rock, and now you have John Cena. But The Rock ain't in it no more. Yeah, but he was in the franchise. Oh, okay. I'm not just talking about random stuntman number six. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess if we're going to put that out there, yeah. There's got to be others, though. Usually it's only one wrestler. It's like, hey, R- Rowdy Roddy Piper is here for this one movie. There, well, there, there was a... But he's not going to show up with his buddies. Whoever his buddies What do you mean? The movie Body Slam had multiple wrestlers. It was about wrestling, though. Have I seen the movie Body Slam? No. Oh, well, okay. I don't, I don't know a lot. Of, I, I, it doesn't exist if I haven't seen it. Obviously, I've seen it. It was in 1987. <laughs> Uh, starred uh, the guy oh god I can't remember his I name I like this idea that if I haven't seen a movie it doesn't exist <laughs> wow <that's> like, <laughs> you know how many movies don't exist anymore man the gen timeline of film <laughs> people should thank me <laughs> <laughs> I can't see uh... <laughs> you can only watch Burlesque and the Crow and the Craft those are the three movies that exist in my oh, universe man the Smithsonian's an empty place it really is it's, well there's a lot of books in it oh. there's just not a lot of well that's, uh, that's good movies. for you you yeah, like books I do like books uh I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like that's a guy. Like, there's got to be more wrestlers. I'm sure there must be. So, but anyways, this trailer basically is like something's gonna happen. John Cena might be here. Mm. He's gonna show up in a in a bumblebee <laughs> because we're now we're joining franchises. <laughs> the Transformers are gonna be the family. Yes. Well, it's too bad. Actually, that'd be the best. Tra- that'd be actually, if all of a sudden, like you know, Vin Diesel's like. I got a car that transforms into an alien. You know, the, I don't understand why the Transformers franchise has not met the Fast and the Furious franchise. I, well, I, probably because of, you know, the studios and shit. I mean, aren't they all one at this point? They will be one day. Yeah, I mean, Disney's getting there. Right? So eventually, we will get Transformers in our Fast and the Furious. Well, That's literally the only thing that makes those sense. Movies, because those movies are going to be going on forever. They're never going to end. They're never going to end. we got to start... we got to get a new... There's Vin, a fucking cartoon on Netflix about it. we got to find a new Vin Diesel to, no, to replace the old one. No, Vin Diesel's holding on until he dies. Yeah, that's true. He's not letting that go. I'll be in these movies forever. Nobody's going to be... Bl- oh, that's the other thing that happened. The Bloodshot trailer came out. Oh, that's Speaking right. Speaking of Vin Diesel. I saw that in the... We actually saw that because we went to go see... We went uh, to go see Parasite. We went to see Parasite, finally. Good movie. Uh, good movie. I don't want to give anything away. You should see it. It's pretty, pretty wild. It is pretty wild. That's one way to describe it. Um, also, like, a weird humor about it oh there's definitely yeah, there's, there's uh, definitely some humor in it and which obviously is intentional yeah um but it's kind of like one of those like you know you're not like this movie's not supposed to be laughed at but these moments are very funny <laughs> anyway 
<laughs> I can get, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, but uh, yeah, it's it's. it's so worth we saw, it. we finally saw Parasite, which was great. I really but, enjoyed it. But for some reason, the Bloodshot trailer yeah, was before. Yeah, the Bloodshot trailer was in front of it. And I was like, we're hoping the Oscar crowd gets a hold of my movie. <laughs> I don't the know how I feel movie. about the Bloodshot movie. Well, here's the thing. I we, mean, we're gonna see it. Maybe we should find a Bloodshot comic and do it on the show. Oh shit! Okay. I'll have to next time we go to second. I don't know anything about Bloodshot. I know very. I know a, a touch of it because basically I he knew was, he was nineties. Yeah, he was nineties valiant what character. Yeah, that's what I knew. And it, unfortunately, a lot of stuff in the nineties that were valiant uh, that were valiant characters were not on my radar at all. Right. Same. Uh, at least I mean now it's a little bit different because now actually I'll read a you know, uh, Exo Man Award and stuff, sure. you know. Pretty, oh, we've done it on the show. Yeah, we've done it on the show. So, uh, Bloodshot, though, I mean, I, he looks nothing like the, at least to me, he looks nothing like the Bloodshot that I'm, uh, I'm familiar with. What does Bloodshot look like? Yeah, he's got like, you know, he's got like pale skin. He's got like a flat top. He's got a big red, like, you know, red, red oh, circle like, on his yeah, chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he does have a red circle. He's wearing a shirt. That's true. Maybe, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, but basically, it looks like, you know... It kind of looks like John Cena with hair. Oh, yeah. Wow. Why did they get John Cena to play Bloodshot? John Cena said no. <laughs> he went, da, 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 because, I mean, no. Like, seriously, does it, this picture I just pulled up, honest to God, looks like John Cena. Actually, you're 100% right. Yeah. It's very, it's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It looks nothing like Vin Diesel. Nope. Looks like John Cena, though. <laughs> oh, okay. But basically, I mean, it's stuff that I don't know anything about the character, so a lot of these powers of him being able to get, in, get in his face blown off, but then it immediately reconstitutes yeah, cause or it, whatever like, it is. Something, some sort of science, something. Because he's got, something. like, nanites in his blood that and are... then he's, like, being reset to, like, do... Thing. Yeah, now he's, like, he's also and for he's some, like being given like a backstory, so he thinks he has revenge, but he's really like doing someone's bidding. I mean, this is just based off the trailer. This is my just based on what the trailer is showing me. Hopefully, I'll find out my real past, which was a car thief. <laughs> yes, these universes are I'm, connected. I'm not bloodshot. My name is Dominic Toretto, and everybody goes, "Oh shit!" Because that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Actually, that'd be great. It's like we and were kid, and this has nothing to do with the bloodshot. <laughs> it is a Fast and Furious movie now. Oh, he's Dwayne Johnson, you can suck it. He like finds a wallet, and he like opens it, and it's his license. It's just his Dominic Toretto. And he now looks, I know. And he my... looks at the camera, and he smiles, and then he gets in a car, and he drives away, and that's the end of the fucking movie. <laughs> Why am I bloodshot? And I have a constant thirst for Corona. <laughs> That's the only thing they keep giving me Coronas, because I, I I guess I keep asking for them when I'm unconscious. Oh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, and that's kind of like Vin. I do like. No, him. I like him too. I mean, he's ridiculous. I really liked Pitch Black, actually. I've never seen Pitch Black. You've never seen. Pitch See, Black? that movie doesn't exist because I've never seen it. No, no, I've seen it. Therefore, it exists. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> I saw it in the theater. I thought I was going to try to say my own timeline. Um, no, can't. My it's only the Jin timeline. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I would recommend. I really liked Pitch Black. It is a weird. Now, I didn't like Riddick. Riddick, right? That yeah. was dumb. But as just kind of a one-off spooky space movie, yeah, it's kind of cool. I remember when it came out; it never it just seemed like a vampire movie to me. Yeah, and I mean, I can not, get that. It's not, but it's not. It's just monster. It's people on a planet. Then there's monsters, alien but, monsters. And Vin Diesel is kind of a monster. Kind of. He's not human. 
He's some, cause it's kind of like people are traveling in space uh, uh, and there's a uh. bunch of different planets and people are from different planets and whatever, mm. but he's like been in jail for so long that he's like fucked up and weird and he oh, had his okay. eyeballs shined so he can see in the dark nice because he was in like a dark prison nice which of course then factors into the plot ah okay very cool well i think you should watch it it's good maybe should, i'll have to add that to my it, list movies out it's I'll, pretty I'll, quick to it's not super long if i remember yeah. correctly i guess also find the time to put that on when i'm not doing anything yeah i'm starting to streaming somewhere yeah. um i was gonna say uh well, of course, if we're talking Vin Diesel, I, I, I have to make a recommendation, of course. Uh, Vin Diesel in the classic 2000 movie, Boiler Room. I know you love that movie. Uh, a movie that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart. I know. When I first met you, you had a Boiler Room poster on your wall. I know that. <laughs> and, that and, to, to, and, and that is the only movie poster I've ever owned. I am not kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am the only... I've only known... And that's because I love the movie Boiler Room. Yeah. He's pretty good in that movie. He's, he's great in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he, there's a lot of... My friends and I we used to quote that a lot because he's Vin Diesel one time. He's just like... In the movie, sometimes he, one time he, he sees uh, Giovanni Ribisi trying to sneak into the, to the office or whatever, and he's like, Hey, kid! Get the fuck out of here! You know, and so we... <laughs> We would always yell that at each other, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, no, that's a good, it's a good movie though if you could find it. Yeah, and I guess anything else uh, in terms of stuff to talk about? Uh, the Royal Rumble, we watched it. Drew McIntyre won the men's. He Charlotte did, won the women's. which actually was great. Yeah, it was I, great. I was very excited about that because, uh, as everybody knows, well, as Lisa Sean knows, I called Drew McIntyre my boyfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. Well, yeah, he's not my real boyfriend, but he's my wrestling boyfriend. My wife's wrestling boyfriend. Because <laughs> he's literally like, if okay, so there is an entire genre of romance books. Sub, I should say sub. I was surprised to find this out. No, there's an entire sub. There's pretty much a sub genre genre for everything, but there's a, a sub genre of romance books that is usually set in Scotland. It's the Highlander. You know, the Highlands, blah, 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 blah. It's all those Scottish mm. characters. Any Vin Diesel-looking guys in there? Because no, he is they, part Scottish, you know. Well, he is, but every single one of them really just looks like Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was fun. I was going to say something about some other wrestling, but I guess... Uh, you know, actually, you know what? If you want to know more of my thoughts on the Rumble, check out this week's edition of the Steve Austin Show. Uh-huh. Because me and WWE Hall of Famer, Stunkle Steve Austin, uh-huh. talked about the Royal Rumble at length. Did you talk about how great Bianca Belair is? We did actually. We just we just spent a lot of time on her. Yeah, she's uh, great. because she is uh, she's she's dope. Uh, so we had a lot of cool things to say about that. So uh, find that you can find it on Spotify now too. By the Ooh, way, because uh, podcast one is on Spotify, uh, as is this show. So uh, all right, well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week. Who here likes comic books? Who likes superheroes? Who likes superhero comic books? From the 90s! That's what I thought. Hey there, I'm Nathaniel Wayne from the Council of Geeks. And though I've always loved superheroes, the only time I was buying monthly issues was during the much maligned 1990s. I've decided to go through my personal collection, issue by issue, and in my own little way, Try to answer the question, were 90s comics really that bad? Chances are the answer will be yes, but I think these books deserve another chance and they're going to get it. 
on 90s Comics Retrial, part of the Council of Geeks podcast, available on iTunes and at 90scomicsretrial.wordpress.com. All right, we're back here on Worst uh, Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is... Map. Sorry. <laughs> You're throwing off my groove. <laughs> Threw off my groove. <laughs> X-Men number 60... Oh, sorry, let me correct that. X-Men volume 2, number 67, from September 1997. This is a, a rare occurrence of us doing... A 90s book. A 90s book that isn't in the early part of the of the decades. That's so, true. Uh, this we, is a later book. Where did I get this from? Mm-hmm. I got this... From I don't I don't know where I got this from. I got to think. Oh. Of, I remember because I remember we picked this up somewhere. I don't know, but I just thought of something I forgot to tell you. Oh, go ahead, tell so, me. So, at Mile High, you know they always have those um, Mile High comics. They always have those uh, statues, right? You know, like they have. Oh, in that one case, right? No, no, like those big. Oh, the big like statues. Big okay. life size. There's like a Superman, and there's a. The Spider Man. Spider Man, and there's a, you know, there's a bunch. Do of they things. have a Sentinel? I think they do, right? They have a Sentinel in the back, mm-hmm. and so there's a local sculptor, and I don't remember his name, who does this stuff. So okay. apparently, he just brought in his new creation. Shut. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, which is a Lobo. Really? Yeah. There's a picture on it of it on their Facebook page. It's really fucking cool. I want to go back there. We should go back there. But yeah, he looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to go back there and actually look for comics. Yeah. There's a Captain Marvel, too, isn't there? E, uh, the yes. Woman. Yes. 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 And there's a... Wait, there's another there's one. There's a couple of them. There's a Captain Marvel. There's a, a Superman. There's a... Oh, there's a bunch of them. There's got to be a Spider-Man, too, I think. There's definitely a Spider-Man. I think there's definitely I think Spider-Man. there's a Spider-Man. There's Captain Marvel. There's one other one, too, and I can't remember what it is. Hmm. Well, we'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to um, that, that place we just talked about, Mile High Comics. <laughs> that place where I bought a book. Yes. Anyways, uh, X-Men, Volume 2, number 67, September 1997, on the cover here. Uh, this ha- We have uh, our villain, who uh, is giant. Yes. He is big. It is uh, Bastion. Uh, well, it's just Bastion. He really doesn't do much in this book. Well, he doesn't have much to do here. I mean. Yeah, no, not here. I mean, I get we're, you know, we're doing the classic X-Men thing where everybody's talking to everybody else and we're threading through for a bigger story. But yeah. he is very prominent on the cover and he really doesn't do anything in this book. Right. And that's that's fine because we're kind of, we're building, we're in the middle of this. So uh, kind of got like a Guy Fieri thing going on with the yeah, goatee-ish, at know. least here. It's much more goatee uh, in the book itself. I'm trying to think. He looks like, I'm trying to, trying to think what he would look like. But anyways, he is on the cover here. He's got glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. He's and, punching. And he's got just giant, the way that it's drawn this perspective, like he's just got these giant hands, which yes. I mean, I understand that he is yes. bigger here yes. than everything, but he has these giant hands. And we're in the middle of something called uh, X-Men Operation Zero Tolerance, which uh, on the cover in this bottom here, it says on the verge of extinction. And then the, we have, since we have, Giant Bastion, he is uh, appearing to uh, be harassing uh, Iceman and Dr. Cecilia Reyes, who we uh, find, uh, we we talk about in this book. Who is, I don't know anything about her. So she's basically like, you know, I don't know much about her because this is kind of like a time when I wasn't really reading comics as much. It's, you know, it's the later 90s, so I'm kind of out of it. Yeah. Uh, 
she is, you know, kind of like a, she's a doctor, obviously, mm-hmm. like an actual doctor, doctor, yeah, yeah. but. But she's also a mutant, right? She's also a mutant. She's not, she just kind of came out as a mutant somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, uh, she, you know, went out about doing her thing, but she ended up, you know, when zero tolerance came about, uh, you know, the, the sentinels or the prime sentinels, the ones that look like humans that yes. we come across in this book are, um, basically, you know, Trying after her and, yeah. you know, she has like a, she's on the run. She has a thing where I'm looking at on the, the wiki here. She can do, uh, cytoplasmic biofields. We kind of see a little bit of that in the book. It kind of yeah. just looks like she has cling wrap on her body. Yeah. Yeah. So, and actually what I like here about this is this is actually something I really enjoy that uh, it has a open, like a gatefold uh, cover. Yeah. And on the inside of this, and I think this was like this for the X books at this time, or actually for like Marvel comics at this time, they would have it and they kind of just give you like a previously mm-hmm. in this book. And like the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So we basically have, we have Iceman, uh, Cecilia Reyes, Sabra, who uh, is not the hummus. No, is, <laughs> no, she is not. Hummus. She is a uh, some sort of also also like an Israeli mutant. Yes, who has super strength. We get to hang out with her in the beginning here. Charlotte Jones, mm-hmm. who is uh, basically just a police detective that mm-hmm. sort of befriends the uh, the mutants around this time. Mm-hmm. Professor X and uh, the aforementioned Bastion. Yes, and basically uh, we have Iceman and Cecilia Reyes being hunted by these. Prime Sentinels, and then we start off in Israel, where we have uh, we're talking with uh, we're not talking. We just see uh, Sabra. Yeah, she's like it's dark. She's in some sort of compound, and she is uh, on a computer, and she's got because she's like some sort of special agent or something. Yeah. So she's like on a computer, and she's thinking about like her son is dead, and da 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 da, yeah. and she's doing. She's stealing, you know, data secrets, whatever. So she does that, and she gets a CD-ROM because it's the '90s. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Intel. And then she just breaks the computer screen mm-hmm. and leaves. And if anybody remembers '90s computers, if that wasn't a Mac, it ain't doing shit. <laughs> you just break it a screen. She didn't touch the tower. Oh the no, computer's yeah. fine. It's funny if she just didn't shut it off and it's just, you know, somebody just gets it's a new fine. monitor and it's like, oh, we, now we know everything. Yeah, she just, so she breaks the monitor and whatever and she walks out. Yeah, so basically she's gotten word about this stuff going oh, on. Yeah, because I guess uh, a plane has crashed uh-huh. that has X-Men on it or it's been intercepted or something. Yeah, and then also like this whole thing with Bastion and the Zero Tolerance is basically like a Sentinels hunting mutants. And Bastion is kind of like a prime Sentinel himself. But he passes himself off as a like a legit human who is you know so and he's very you know he's basically you know doing the ongoing struggle you know enhancing the ongoing struggle that the X Men face of being prejudiced at because they're mutants. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Sabra she just you know she gets in the car with uh, you know she leaves this leaves and uh, she gets in the car with some other. Folks, I don't really know. Yeah, so she, I think they're like people who were working with her, and she like gets in the car, and immediately one of them pulls a gun on her, and is like, "Hey, you just stole information. Give it to us." Yeah, because like, and she's like, "I'm not giving you the disc." And they're like, "Well, don't lie. We know you stole it." And she's like, "I'm not lying about stealing it. Mm. I just said I'm not giving it to you." Yeah, and that's when we find out that the people who were in this car with her 
are sentinel robots. Yes. They look like people. I do like here this driver, though, that turns around and she, she, and this is funny because it's coming from a sentinel. Yeah. And it's also being spoken in Israeli. Yeah. And she says, stop yutzing around back there, which <laughs> I, is, I wonder what the uh, Israeli were, Israeli, what's, what is Israeli, Israeli for yutz? I think it's just yutz. Maybe it's just yutz. It's just yutz. Oh, so yeah, but yeah, the sh- shout, shout out to, uh, to the word yutz. To yutz. So, uh, so she go, you know, but she said she's super strong and yeah. So is her power just that she has the power of kicking ass? She kicks ass. Cause that's pretty much what just happened. So she just like lays everybody out and the way <laughs> she gets out of this car is she shoves her hand through the floorboard, grabs onto the pavement, yeah. goes out through the back trunk and the whole thing flips over and it explodes. Yes. Which is kind of great. Yeah. She, 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 uh, she goes hardcore. She's got superhuman strength, superhuman mm-hmm. speed, mm-hmm. stamina, agility, durability, regenerative he- healing factor. Power of and, kicking ass. And she and she can kick ass. So what do you do? <laughs> I kick ass. <laughs> That's all she does. I ain't never seen it. Well, she just she just demonstrated. Do it. Sorry. <laughs> I also, there's a lot of gratuitous underwear shots. Oh, so many underwear shots. This is, Don't you worry. This is a, a a very spicy fight. Yeah, her clothes get ripped off real quick, and she's just wearing a bra and panties by the end of it. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like she's like she's like she wasn't wearing like a skirt at all. It seems like oh you know, no, just like no, she's it was, barely like she got into this car and all her clothes disappeared. Cloth. It was just like a napkin. Nuts. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to New York. We're in Soho, and they're like, "Hey, nobody used to hang out in this part of Soho, but man, how things have changed." And you're like, "Also, David Crosby." Yeah, David Crosby's here too. Uh, <laughs> David Crosby enjoying downtown uh, Soho. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's just how gentrification works. So they are like. Um, Iceman and Doctor and the Doctor. What's her name? Doctor Reyes. Reyes. You can just call her Reyes. Reyes. Um, are walking around and he's trying to find her somewhere to hide. So they're walking around and he's like, "Look, we just need to like look like a couple. Mm-hmm. You need to kiss me because they're being uh, you know hunted by these you know, these people uh, are looking at them and they just want to like blend it. Yeah, but they're also being hunted by these uh, sentinels, sentinels and stuff. Yeah. And I do. I'm confused because she the the noise grab it, it just says grab yeah it doesn't make any sense it's like grab 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 I'm grabbing my my, my drink yeah it's grab in giant orange letters um, so he but he uses a, a a moment to kiss her but he's using it to look into yeah. like a, a building a building an apartment and it turns out it's uh, one of uh, it's Archangel's Archangel's apartment. many residences because he's a rich man oh yeah um and she's like he's like come on I. Let's uh, let's go this way, and so they go down a dark alley. Uh, there's like a, a mutant who hears them, who's like hanging out in the sewer. Yeah, we get to see it's later on. It's Marrow. Yeah, which uh, you know she's uh, she's coming around this time now too. Because again, this is a part of like the time when the X Men were around. You know, when I, I wasn't paying attention at all to any X Men yeah. really, and so we got all these new characters coming in and doing all this new stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, so yeah. they so they they sneak into uh, Warren Worthington's apartment by like Bobby makes basically an ice elevator. Yeah, and they go up and she's like, "I'm not going with you." And he's pretty like, cool. It's too fucking bad. So they go up in there and they go into the apartment and he's like all blue and icy. Yes. And here comes this girl who well, the girl that's basically hanging out in she's like the house the, setter. Yeah, she's a house setter and uh, he basically freezes her to she's the like, chandelier. I'm cold. And he's and uh, 
the doctor's like, well, I'll, I'll help you. She's an old roommate of Candy Southern, who is like... Yeah, she's uh, just basically watching the place. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Angel's girlfriend. Yeah. It's been around forever. So then we are with Charles Xavier in some sort of prison? Yeah, he's in a military base. Actually, they're in the Hulkbuster base oh, man. in New Mexico. So they're hanging out with uh, Thunderbolt Ross. And uh, they're holding, uh, you know, they he, so basically Bastion, I think, has been responsible for intercepting this plane. Right. And he's got Xavier, uh, hang, you know, Xavier detained. He has, like, a he's collar like, on him to, like, because he doesn't have powers at the moment. I guess not. So. And so him and Bastion have, like, this talk. And basically he's like, look, you're out of control. You know, you're yeah, it does. basically, basically his, his thing is it's, you know, again, it's the, the prejudice and he's mm-hmm. trying to reason with him why he's doing this. Right. And you know, he's not dealing with the mutants properly. And, right. and at one point he says to, uh, Xavier says to him, he's like, look, I don't really think you're all as, as human as you say you are. And he's like, right. He's yeah. Like, Cause he's not. Nah. I think he kind of has some power. He's well, no, like, he's insane. He's a he's an ex prime. No, 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 I'm talking about Charles. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. So he's like, I he's like, I know that you know you want me to get my full powers back so I can stop you because somewhere deep in there you know that you're mm-hmm. what you're doing is wrong. He's like, but I can't read all of you, which makes me think that you're not 100 percent human. Yeah. And that's why he's like, how dare you? Blah 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 blah. And he like leaves. Well, how, he says he's like, how dare you? But he's sitting there right next to Charles's face, and his eyes are glowing orange. Right. And you're like. And it's like... Gonna go with your probably not human. It's like, I don't know. I don't know many regular not dudes. 100%. I don't know. I only knew one other dude. Uh, yeah. uh, that was, it was Vin Diesel. His eyes also <laughs> were orange. My eyes are orange, yeah. and I'm also a car thief. <laughs> I drive my... I live my life mm. one orange eyeball at a time. Mm-hmm. So uh, we jump back to New York City and... Uh, we're in the apartment. We're in this apartment, and... Uh, and I don't really like Iceman is just trying to like call a bunch of people. He's just trying to find somebody. Trying to find somebody. He's trying, he's trying to, to find. find he's, he's calling Mirror Island. He's trying to find X Man. He's trying to find somebody to help him out here uh, to make to get this lady safe. Um, and then all of a sudden, his powers just like shut off. Uh-huh. And is it because the girl who's watching the apartment is actually like one of those Sentinel things? Yeah. So she's just like has the power to turn him off. I don't know why she just all of a sudden was like, "Ha! I'm a I'm a robot, and also, now you're in my." I also apartment. don't understand like how come they can shut his powers off, but they couldn't shut down Kickass Lady. Oh, it's good. Maybe they didn't think of it. They're too they're, they're still they're too busy thinking of ways to use the words yuts. Is she like an Alexa where it's like Alexa, turn off Iceman's powers? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know, it's, it's, there's a lot of incongruencies with these characters yeah, with these uh, prime sentinels because all of a sudden it's like they just all of a sudden are like oh i'm a i'm a prime sentinel right they're like before we're totally normal and now time to start kicking ass because i don't know why like all of a sudden you know why you, does bobby lose his power but like the doctor doesn't lose hers um yeah because he's like i feel bad like something is wrong no, he, 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 she's able, he i think melts. She, i think she's able to this sentinel character, uh, robot is able to negate what she only, she negate. Cause she says like, I negated Bobby's stuff, but now I got to do, uh, Dr. Reyes. And thankfully, since she hasn't, uh, she, uh, Dr. Reyes uses her powers to her saran wrap. Yeah. Her saran. Yeah. It does look like saran wrap. Yep. 
but it only comes up or like it's not even like it's like not all even on her it's, it's like, like on her just, knee and her face yeah and it's not maybe because that's only where she's getting hit that's true I guess that's I, it I it's, a, it's a very spotty field she's here she's like a bubble boy ooh bubble bubble woman bubble woman my favorite ex woman and um, then as she's uh, as they're you know she's defending them you know they're defending each other yeah, uh, they get uh, this uh, sentinel robot gets shot by in the back by this cop lady by this cop, the Charlotte Jones, yeah, who uh, looks like Grace Jones. She does look like Grace Jones. So Grace Jones is here. Sweet. Uh, Grace Jones, David Crosby, man, it's a party. It is. I think a I've party. got a lot. Of, it's a good. Got some good music going. <laughs> we got a. Uh, we got some. We got, a, we got some uh, Bond. Yeah. Connections. Sure. So we got half naked ladies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we, got, we, we got a woman named after band. Hummus. What? I said that was the bare naked ladies' first band. What, what was it? Half naked lady. Oh yeah, that was a bad joke. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> it's like a dad joke. That was a dad joke. <laughs> All you dads out there, feel free. <laughs> All the dads out there popping for our, our, the humor out here. So yeah, so Doctor uh, this Charlotte Jones comes and she's like, "Look, I'll take you to the police station." Yeah, so they and, go to the police station. You know, so basically they're at this police station and they're trying to. And Reyes trying to figure out what the hell's going on, trying to figure out who to contact, how to get, how to get out of here. Yeah, because she doesn't really, the doctor doesn't really want to be in here. Well, she doesn't trust, you know, this doctor. She does doesn't... not trust the police. She says, "Fuck the police." Yeah, I mean, she's correct. Things are things are dodgy around this time for the mutants. So, yeah, yeah. and Grace Jones is like, "Look, I'm trying to get my son back. I'm trying to, you know, sympathize yeah, I have my with own mutants. Personal drama. I'm trying to get my my shit done." And then we see uh you know we see bobby and uh, dr reyes in this uh, uh an interrogation room and they're looking into uh well i do like actually i do like this one thing where he's talked uh, bobby mentions the danger room and uh yeah. dr reyes is like what the hell is that because could you speak english like right. you know um and then there's just like a whole like bunch me talking of, about podcasting pretty much and then there's like a whole bunch of cops and they're all sentinel robots sentinel robots and uh, yeah, and then the, all of a sudden the police, uh, the police sinks, the, the precinct goes dark. Yep. And it's like, well, time for battle. Time to time to get ready. And then we. And then Grace Jones is also like some sort of mutant. No, that's not her. That's that, oh, that's, that's, that's Marrow. Sorry. Because now because then every we, woman in this book has the same kind of haircut. They all have the yeah. short hair. We have like yeah, Sabra, at least, Grace Jones, and Marrow all yeah, have, the have the same exact same haircut. Hair. That's why I'm like, are they the same person? No. Why do why why would you do that? I don't know. It's so very. Dis- I don't. And it's the same color. It's all dark. Everybody has dark hair. Like, can we can we get different hairstyles? You can give her like a mo- you, can, least, you can bear a mohawk with at, at least different colors. Hers is blue. This one's pink. You know, yeah. whatever, something. It's good hairstyles in here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the, the cop the cop goes her, down to the basement, and that's where Marrow is, and with she her uh, spinies. Yeah, because basically her her deal is her bones sometimes grow out. Of, part of her skeleton comes out of her skin, Ow. and she can like do stuff with it. Does that hurt? Maybe not to her. Maybe not. But yeah, that's it for the the book. Uh, next issue, Marrow. Is she the X-Men salvation or doom? Doom. <laughs> Senator and Senator Kelly thinks big. And uh, yeah, and then we also get our letters page, the uh-huh. uh, expressions. That's not bad. Which has been like that for forever. Uh, yeah. Iceman and Cecilia on the run and a mystery woman who may hold the secret to defeating Bastion. And uh, that's where we end off on X-Men volume two, number 67. 
from September 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to read the next issue? Meh. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I if, if somebody handed you can say no. No, if somebody handed it to me, I'll probably read it. <laughs> it's not something that I hate, but I didn't actively love it. How's well, that? I'm it, meh. It's the thing with X Men. I said meh. I used to did, did say meh. <laughs> do you remember that substance? <laughs> so, so scourge, put John, put Jen down. For a mat. Yeah, put me down for a mat. Uh, ooh, look, uh, there's a, a Mile High Comics uh, ad here. It can help you. It does. There, there's a, They have a little uh, uh, wombat guy. It's kind of like a cat. They do have a store cat. They do have a store cat. Is, her name, is it her or him? It's a her, and her name is Cambridge. And she's very she's very friendly. Yes. She's not friendly friendly, but she comes by. She comes by. I say hi to her. You can say hi to her. She's cute. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Shout out to again. Shout out to. Uh, I like I like a store cat. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm always a big fan of that. Uh, I don't know if I. Here's the thing. I probably wouldn't want to read this because the X Men are always so. There's so much going on. Intimidating to me. Once you get in past, like really any time. Uh, let's be honest. Well, they, they, it's always a mess. It's like, always like, hey, remember what happened 25 years ago? And you're like, no. Like, I feel like any X book is like that because you got any, I mean. You have to do research to read it. Well, that's what I had to do. I had to bring this up uh, just to, to kind of make sure I had stuff who right. And yeah. what's going on and like what the backstory is. And uh, it is a lot. It, it's kind of like work. It is a lot of work. I mean, even, you know, you got your cable, you got your X Factor, X Force, your Wolverine, like all of those books are just like just you're getting hit over the head and you're just like, man, I should have started reading this book before I was born, like 10 years ago, because I have no idea what's going on. Cause it's all, especially like a book like Wolverine. Like actually we've read a Wolverine before on the show. We have. And I think it went, it went pretty well. It I, enjoy, I enjoyed that one. Cause I had Terror Inc in it. Yeah. Terror Inc ain't hanging around for that long. No in a Wolverine no. book. You know, no, he's only got one. He's only there. He's in and out. So if we're going to, you know, we're dealing with that. You know, that's cool. My phone case has parallax on it, and I didn't notice it until right now at the very bottom. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Is it, uh, is it, is it, is it possessed by uh, Hal, Hal Jordan's it must be. evil alien it must identity? Be. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Possessed phone. All right. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I'm probably going to find other things to read. Uh, but that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Please uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, also, please, uh, we got to say the deal about oh, the email. Right. You, you got to find us on Facebook, uh, Worst Collection Ever, and you can email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. Yeah, please give us, send us correspondence. Yeah, please tell us. We'll if, check it one day. I check it <laughs> semi often. Yeah. And there's never anything there. Yeah. We do get a lot of stuff on Facebook, though. We actually had a lot of people uh, respond to us on Twitter and Facebook. Yes, about, about I Am Curious Green last week. And uh, where that came from. Yes, thank you for that information, because I did not know. I, I wouldn't know either. Nope. I would now have no- I know. Yeah. Look at me learning. Yeah, I know. Look at you. See, now you know that movie exists, yeah, but I you do. haven't seen it yet, so maybe it doesn't it exist. It doesn't exist. I haven't uh, seen it. Sorry. Shoot. Anyways, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get the show, and tell your friends. Leave a rating, review, do all sorts of good things for us, and uh, we'll do good things for you. And by that, I mean... Produce content. Produce content and talk about X-Men comics that are very confusing. Content. Content is king. All right, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.